Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anywhere, 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 anywhere. Anywhere, you fucking freaks. Dome 99. How about this? You big freaks. That's. I thought you were trying to market the intro there you were calling people big freaks for a while and i was liking it i'm stuck to freaks you know they could be ah. they could be petite freaks this week no nah, i like big 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 doesn't necessarily imply size they could be big in spirit right they're they're hyperbolic freaks you know they're they're a majority when it comes to their attitude how about this i got a couple 99 jokes for you 99 Dome episodes on the wall, 99 Dome episodes. Oh, oh, and the context is that this is the 99th episode of Dome, which which we keep bringing it up. We're inching closer to that 100th episode, and each time, like, there's nothing special happening for the 100th episode. Folks. No, other than these like, jokes that I'm trying to hit you it, with for 99. Okay, yeah, give me another one. Uh, 99 episodes, but good ain't one. Oh, I got 99 episodes of a pod and they all and they, uh, you know, <laughs> yours was better. Well, I got one more. And tonight we're going to party like it's Dome Ep 99. Okay. Was that a song? Prince. We're going to party like it's 1999. Oh, okay. 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 I'm going to see if I can come up with one. 99. Um, I thought the 99 Dome episodes not, on the wall. 99 Dome episodes. That one's all right. Uh, what about 99 Dome episodes? Da, 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 yeah, there da, we go. 99 Dome episodes go by. Four solid. Uh, District 9 Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, you just you just said a word. You didn't actually follow through with a the joke there. Yeah, no, there's that. nothing there. Should we start with the word exercise again, Dave? Am no. I gonna have to pull that out? Here's the thing: I don't like that exercise. It puts me on the spot. Um, uh, I still kind of want to come up with more '99. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I think the '99 Red Balloons parody might be the. the yeah, yeah, we got we got a good four in, dude. I wanted to ask you. Um, I'm sure you heard. Gilbert Gottfried died, and we yes, talked about it. La- we talked about it last week, and friend, uh, fan of the pod, uh, forget his last name, Drew, messaged messaged us on Instagram. Thanks for messaging us because nobody does. So since you messaged us, I'm going to talk about you. He was like, "You guys killed off Gilbert," and you know what? Did we have bad things to say? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yo, I killed off Gil. Yo, my feelings I'm about to spill. Mm-hmm. Yo. I love that parrot Yago, uh, whipping in a Murcielago. Uh, now that I recall, I think that I had nothing, uh, good, no, bad to say, y'all, uh, about Gilbert God. Free, I think that he should have kept doing his job. Oh my God, Gilbert God, freed, yeah, I love him so much. R.I.P. to my man G. ILB, Ert, yeah, he's me. The most famous voice actor that specifically played birds. And that's just how it is, and that's the word. And I know it sounds absurd, but Gilbert got free. That's not a nerd. Nah, he's not a nerd. It's not absurd. Every time I'm speaking words, yeah, I swerve. Uh, through the burbs, bumping Gilbert. It's third album. 
You know, my heart wasn't in that freestyle because I'm sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad at the loss. Well, what if we watch the documentary? I heard there's a documentary. You, you wanted that? That's where we're at in the pod. You're no, gonna no, pull no. up an entire documentary for us <laughs> to listen to. Yeah, come on, the guys, the 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 fans will appreciate it. <laughs> the guy fans will appreciate nah, it. Nah, I think I'm good on the Gilbert Godfrey documentary. Maybe down the road. I don't like. Other than Iago and the Aflac duck, he's not that big of a figurehead to me as far as comedy is concerned. I respect the fuck out of him, but you know he's no like Patrice O'Neill. Right, but people that I love love him, so I'm just like, what if we just watch the? I'm gonna watch the doc, I guess. Well, you know, maybe he's had an interesting life at least, and that's why it would be fun to watch. I don't well, know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, and people love and respect Gilbert Godfrey more than I think they do. But I, I don't. There's there's always been this sort of unspoken respect for him in the comedy world where everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's a legend, but no one ever says anything good about his comedy. I get that. I also think that it's just been like 40 years of this dude just yelling obscenities, and he's not necessarily a person who like um, had like big fame in the media the way like Kevin Hart does or some shit. But this dude was out there fucking saying horrendous shit to clubs and he was doing voiceovers. And, you know, I, I think he probably to people who were in the similar circles as him, they probably saw amazing shit that we didn't see because he wasn't on fucking Allen. I feel like he was. I feel like he, he was. He regularly made the talk show circuit. That was like kind of his thing. Does Ellen count as the circuit? Oh, she's one of the the top five i imagine but she's like in the morning i feel like if you're in the daytime you're not the same uh well i think that most co comedian working comedians go on daytime tv like no no but the, the does like daytime tv have stand-up because i think well no, no no you're talking about like how like on on like jimmy fallon yeah or uh, on uh, like the any tonight show they'll do they'll, 10 minutes or something yeah like that. they'll do like a tight five and then the guy will come back on. But like on morning shows, they will just straight up have a comedian on on the panel and they'll just be there. Just the riffing yeah, and riffing shit like with that. the guy and just, yeah, you know, telling them the, that their opinions are dumb or whatever. Damn. Uh, so we, we do have a special guest this week. We, uh, I mean, it is Richard. Uh, <laughs> so I use the term special loosely, folks. He's, he is special. Yes, that's kind of the point I was making. He's on his way back from uh, the skateboarding to the pharmacy to pick up medication for his infected mouth. Oh, he didn't drive. Uh, so uh, we're going to get into that because it sounds pretty crazy. I, I wish I could gauge when he's going to get back because I have another pretty crazy thing I want to get into. But on you, the don't, pod. you don't want to start it. You know what? Maybe let's just start it and, and he can come in and then we can get into his craziness too. Uh, okay. So I watched uh, the movie Flight with Denzel this fucking weekend. Fucking love it. What did you think? Oh, man. Uh, it was good. Uh, I want to hear what you think. Uh, well, anytime anybody abuses drugs on TV or in a, like in a movie, I glorify it. I always am like, oh, that's sick. Yo, that's sick. Let me get that fucking straw uh, and fucking uh, rip them lines till my nasal's uh, raw. Ooh, yeah, I'm so cold, I need the thaw. Oh my God, ah, uh, yeah, I'm about to go Westpaw. They found two bottles of vodka, yeah, that Westpaw on the Cessna. Yeah, you know you is in trouble. Well, if they had looked, they would have found three, cause I drank three. They be like, yo, Denzel, that shit's crazy, that shit's crazy. Yo, I got something to confess. To the entirety of Congress, I'm an alcoholic. When I was flying that shit, 
Yeah, I did a loop-de-loop Yeah, I mean fruity loops What you know, I did the whoop Oh uh, yeah, I'm about to scoop Yeah, I'm not about to rat out my hot ass Flight attendant sidekick Yo, she's the shit And she was in my name as Earl, bitch She played the stripper Yeah, she loves the strip And I love that lady And she's my chick And I'm not gonna ruin her legacy By saying she's an alcoholic Anyway uh, I, I liked the movie I thought it was fine um, I uh, At first glance, I was like Is this based on a true story? And then immediately was like No, this is fake yeah. It's loosely based on an actual air uh, airplane that crashed But I'm pretty sure it was only the pilot that died um, but it got me down this, this road, uh, and I, I can't say that the movie got me down the, the, the movie reignited this old passion that I had that I was like, you know what, this might be good pod material. Um, there is, a a a good amount of, of airline pilots that have just decided to kill themselves and everyone on board the plane oh, with them. Damn. Not this isn't just a one-time thing. This has happened throughout the years of of, of the miracle of flight being Damn. available to us, where just a guy not having the best day said, "Fuck it." Usually a co-pilot, based on my research. Whoa. Um. Yeah. So let me just get into a couple of the the more famous ones. But there's there've been like there've been like like thirteen that are. Maybe this was a suicidal pilot that just decided I'm going to... It's basically like a mass shooting almost without the guns. They're just take. I'm going to kill myself and everyone here. That's crazy. Uh, excuse me. Um, 13 isn't that, that many for like all of the history of flight, but it's enough to where I can wrap my head around like, shit, that could have been me. Uh, <laughs> this is a burpy episode, folks, because we have beers in front of us and we apologize. Uh, the first major one uh, that, uh, well, it's not the first one, but this was uh, the, like one of the first one that they were able to prove oh, okay. that, that this was uh, what a guy. Year? This was in 99. Um, oh, so fairly recent. Well, no, but here's the thing. There have been, uh, since like the 60s, there have been uh, planes that have crashed due to pilot error that have killed everyone that they speculate. That, oh, but there's no evidence. They don't. They, they can never prove that this is what happened. But these there's there's enough outside evidence, and they look at the person's like Google searches before they fly <laughs> and stuff like that. But anyway, this was an Egypt air flight going out of Brooklyn to Egypt, and damn. Um, so what's the name of the pilot? I don't. I didn't get any names. Damn. Uh, but the, the 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 main pilot just went to go take a shit, and then the co-pilot seizes the opportunity locks the cockpit door and is like all right this plane's mine now i'm gonna find some some place and just kill everyone on board and and they and and so it's just it's ballsy to me that like you'd be like oh the pilot's gone all right now's the time and and you'd think that there would be uh easy like the Locking like the, the the pilot should be able to get into the cockpit door, don't you think? There should be some sort of mechanism. Yeah, he should have like unli unlimited access, or no, it should be like a badge or something that you scan to get in. Like it should be some type of. Well, I know that they can lock the door just to get keep terrorists out and whatnot. Like, oh. there, there's a the, the, right, but if you had like a hotel key type system, where only like me and the co-pilot have the hotel key, then that would be nice. The terrorists can't get that. In. That might have thwarted this. But apparently, oh. as he was taking the uh, the plane down, he was like saying like, uh, 
uh, only God can help me. Only God can help me. So he was like a guy. All the humanity. I can only imagine. Um, I can only. The next one was the Silk Air Flight 187 in 1997. So we're going back a bit. Uh, This was another co-pilot. He was freshly demoted. Damn, oh, man, salty ass bitch. Sorry, so yeah, so they're just this. they're just fucking it it's it's uh it's just it's just uh pilots who uh, I guess it's literally the equivalent of a school shooting. It's like this inferior character in the dynamic of the, the, the structure. Yo, this inferior character getting shattered and bullied. I hate it. It's absurd. Uh, it's absurd. Yeah. Yo, this co-pilot took over. Uh, yeah, and crashed his flying rover. Yo, let me just take the pilot seat for a bit. I swear you can trust me with that shit. No, go and take a piss. Yeah, I'll be fine right here. You can go. I'll steer. You don't have to worry, dear. Uh, while he was pissing, uh, uh, you couldn't miss it. Uh, yup, and I'm dismissive. Shit. Uh, when I speak these freestyles, bitches. Yeah, I'm dismissive of the pilot's mission to get us all here alive. I'm about to twist Whoa. it, about to ca- take us off course for a minute and maybe go into the swift south, you bitches. Took us off course, and I don't feel any remorse. Nope. I'm about to nope. go play nope. at a golf nope. course. Nope. I mean, crash. Nope. Oh, my ass. Whoa. Uh, there are only a couple. I'm going to speed through these. Uh, there, there's a few. There's a bunch. Actors that, that you, if you go research there's this 13. yourself. There's 13. No, there's more than 13. I, I pulled that number out of my ass. But um, <laughs> uh, the, I'm just sort of touching on the major ones. But that Silk Air one was a co-pilot who had just been demoted, too. And it was a major demotion. Like, he was, I think he was a pilot. And then they're like, you're now a co-pilot. Which, you and know, then he was bummer. like, and then he's and like, well, I'm gonna kill everyone. How like, about that? All of you guys are demoted. Yeah, I'm, from living. <laughs> I'm gonna demote you from existence, <laughs> bitches. Uh, this, the most recent one, uh, German Wings Flight Nine Five Two Five in 2015. The uh, another co-pilot decides to just take over and lock the the pilot out. And uh, this one, they they discovered that he was suicidal because they looked up his uh, google searches after the fact and um he <laughs> google searched like the the inner workings of the cockpit door so that he could more effectively lock the pilot out you would think that he could just do that research live in person uh, and, and and then he just straight up pilots the the airplane into the swiss alps he just takes the plane and is just like all right i'm just going to careen into the side of a goddamn mountain with it damn dude i didn't mention uh, in in the silk air one uh the guy decided to do kareen just straight into the ground he did uh he did a half denzel flight where uh instead of instead of uh inverting the plane and and saving everyone's life he just did a 90 degree dive straight nose damn. down into the ground so this guy this pilot from silk air would you say it was a smooth crash Woo! One could argue it was velvety. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, uh, Better Days by Lethal Needle, Depend On by BBT Man, and Solitude by Piper Beats. And apparently, to maintain an airplane going straight down requires effort. Like, because I guess 
logically the plane would just sort of flip around until it crashes yeah, but i like guess it, uh, he's gonna, still steering it into the ground like a, like it he's not it, like once he's once he's 90 degrees it, facing it down it doesn't just keep going that way the yeah, wind interferes he's, he's actively steering it straight down into the ground he's making things worse which is crazy to me <laughs> yep it's like how i have to maintain my erections oh yeah you're actively steering it into the pussy <laughs> <laughs> and, all aboard and, you are, and you you're thinking suicidal thoughts while you do it <laughs> uh, uh but uh la last little bit on that um the it's been recently speculated that the malaysia air the missing uh, oh, airline yep, airplane from malaysia was uh, a suicide by pilot um because apparently the pilot just randomly they were like almost were at their destination and the pilot just decided i'm going back and he goes back to where they left from, but he doesn't go exactly all the way back. Yeah, he goes all the way back. It was a shorter flight. Uh, he goes all the way back, but he doesn't go like to the airport where they left from. He he goes in circles around like his home island first, and then fucking dives the Malaysia area. So it's speculated that he wanted to get one last look at home or whatever first before he takes his plane and fucking takes a bunch of souls into the old Bermuda Triangle or whatever the fact. Dude, I mean, here's the thing. With most of these, I feel bad because I'm like, oh, dude, this this, this co-pilot, this German, this uh, this dude from Brooklyn. The guy from Malaysia, I understand. I mean, you're in a third world economy. I get it. You're going to off yourself. Dude, It's it's it, it sounds bad uh, now that David said it. <laughs> But they literally have like the worst airline rating of, of any of any airline on earth. I swear to God, that's like something that became public. Like they've had like a million crashes. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, dude. They're fucking overworked. But uh, all that being said, uh, it opens the door for speculation that maybe this is going to become a more popular thing, much like how school shootings have become uh, kind of just there's one every week. It seems. <laughs> How soon till we got pilots? How soon? Pilots crashing because they can't uh, cope with their lives, bitch. I don't know about the shit. These pilots, they depressing it. They depressing me. They depress me. Uh. uh, yeah. Every time that I think I'm gonna join an airline, uh, I hear about pilots and how they're fine with suffering and not getting their mental health checked. Yeah, I bet that maybe I could be erect. Yo, you're in charge of all these lives. Maybe you should go and see a guy or maybe a girl who could help you with your mental world. Whoa. And maybe work should pay for it. It should be mandatory. It should be legit. Maybe get some good docs, some doctors, before you hit the sky. You should have to pass a fucking test, test. and have to speak Peak. with a psychologist Jess. before you hop, hop inside of the jet, jet. and start to fly, fly. all of these bitches. Cheers. Uh, uh, yeah, and another thing that's weird about that whole thing, uh, so, it's, it's my understanding that, like, pilot is, like, a career that's, like, uh, no, no, a, that, a dream career. Yeah, like, it, that is, people work really hard for years, people can't get in because of, like, problems with their vision, like, there's different and, and, tiers of, like, genetics plus education plus experience that you need to add on to before you become a commercial flylet flylet pilot that's <laughs> i grew up I was with about a, to make a bad joke <laughs> I, 
I grew up with a kid who's becoming a pilot in Spain, and he's had to fly like thousands of hours just literally like take that bitch up land up, right. land and up, there's something land. about it that they love and that's why they do it and it's it's almost like like that's their like uh becoming a, rap. a famous actor yeah. or whatever you know what i mean so in arguably the co-pilot is just a step below living his goddamn dream i could understand maybe he's been demoted that's that's a little more harsh the, demo- but, the but demotion people, is tough these people are they're at they're like their 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 peak as and granted I'm I'm missing a lot of factors here. Once you hit your peak, that's your peak. You know you got to keep going up or else then it's no longer a peak. So I could see them getting that syndrome. Well, and there's a million there's a million of situations where people um, attain their goals and then they're like, oh, I actually am not happy still. Well, maybe we could ask Rich about this now that he's back with with his medication. Oh. We'll take a little. We'll hit him with the Chris. All right, real quick, real quick. California by Ty Beats. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Now Richard's here, folks. And uh, the question on everyone's mind, Richard, what drives a pilot to kill himself and every pat and the hundreds of passengers that he has on his airplane? Yep. A co-pilot, really, they're not his passengers. You know what I'm saying? Passengers. They're passengers. <laughs> they're other people's passengers. <laughs> I've had a bunch of beers, guys. What do you think, Rich? Uh, so you tell me this is you, a real you know, life story. You know a couple this of happened? pilots, right? Like I would say, we know a couple of people with pilot training, and 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 I guess the, like I'm trying to get to the bottom of why someone who's you know, essentially, you know, they've reached a career goal that they set for themselves probably when they were a child. Like, I want to be a pilot when I grow up. They ha- they're they there almost. And then they're just like so miserable that they're like, all right, well, I'm going to kill myself and every person on this I, fucking jet. Real quick before you answer, Richard, I do think a big aspect of this is sleep deprivation. It's very common. In, <laughs> it's, it's very common for people who are in the like transportation business to go. I thought I was talking out of my ass. <laughs> Listen to me, dude, Richard, you've been sleep deprived. Like for Absolutely. extended periods. Don't you feel suicidal when you haven't slept for three days? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You just say like, I could take this easy step off this bridge and it's just done. <laughs> like all your worries are done. Listen, if you guys need that help, movie, the bridge is a good recommendation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and if you need, although help, you don't get to kill a bunch of people as well, like that's the whole like that's the upside of being a pilot. So you know, I'm the type of person that would fear. I would I I like that kind of pressure because it it takes away from that opportunity. Like I won't do that because there's people. You know what I mean? If I'm right, all yeah, alone so and I'm that, climbing a mountain and I'm like kind of tired and I'm just like you know what? Just I could just end it all. Right I could be now, done. Yeah. I'm more liable to do that by myself than with people because I feel like people are counting on me. It drives me more. But like someone like that, I think they're like a narcissist. They're like, my life is so tough. Like these well, people that, don't have anything good to live for. There's, I'm, no, taking, there's, I'm taking them with me. There's definitely a, a a comparison to be made between them and like a school shooter that that kills absolutely. them. Absolutely, absolutely. But the school shooter has not achieved anything. They aren't where they want to be. But at the same time, I don't know if it's harder or less hard to be a pilot. I get why would someone who has achieved success uh, go ahead and make this big mess? Uh, because the life is something that they worked for, they strived it. 
And I'm sort of being slightly hyperbolic. Right. I understand rich and successful people commit uh, suicide all the time. But honestly, it just seems kind of out of my mind. Yo, the highest rate of suicide, uh, uh, you wouldn't believe, guys, uh, is in a certain industry. Uh, and it might be dentistry. Whoa, that rhymes, you see? Yeah, can I see inside your mouth and shit? I want to poke around. And this is a good transition into the next topic because our boy Rich got some weird surgery and shit. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, you So we're ending with the playing topic because I was. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I got nothing left uh, on that. R- real quick, the, the highest rate of suicide by profession, I'll just give you the top like five. Construction and extraction. I don't know what extraction. Uh, yeah, means. what's the extraction part of constru- is that like taking out the demolition, dem- demolished Demol- materials or whatever? I don't uh, know. Extraction is that like is that like garbage and maybe? Oh, that could be it. Yeah, like you're extracting yeah. hazardous materials or waste or whatever. Oh, maybe ex- yeah, like a garbage man works in or extraction. Even, maybe even like porta potties or extracting. Okay, yeah, that's that seems pretty miserable. What's interesting is uh, number four is transportation. And material like movement. a bus driver oh you mean like a uber oh, driver a plane well no I transportation is truckers pilots drivers oh yeah. okay yeah okay all right especially trained people like people commit them yeah commit but suicide i don't trains all the time no but but front you never do you, you never hear about a train driver decide or a, or a bus driver deciding to take his bus off of the bridge the bus you know seems I mean? a little less likely and it says but, here but is it though I, I feel like the plane would be less likely i think it's way more likely that a bus driver would no, be I like think, i think fuck the, this shit i'm gonna drive this off the brooklyn bridge well no right but the, now the plane is much more stressful i think that fucking taking off the altitude uh, the landing the, the responsibility aspect of the plane that is like a part of the training of like becoming a pilot they ingrain it into it. you the how bus, important it is that you're transporting these people whereas a bus driver I get you're still sort of doing the same thing, but people. Yeah, but the bus society driver, considers people on a plane more important than people on the a bus. The bus driver's gonna get Wendy's in three hours. He's got something to look forward to. That's a good point. Most pilots aren't piloting alone. Right, exactly. They so have that, co-pilots. That automatically determ- oh, deteriorates like. Uh, not maybe this will motivate your point, though, Rich. Uh, a lot of these uh, instances I was talking about where the pilot uh, commits suicide and kills everyone on the plane too. It's the co-pilot that does yeah, it. It's, it's, not the, the, it's not the main pilot. It's the co-pilot that's like salty or pissed or something. And you know what? On this list, tied for fourth is podcasters. So, guys, get ready. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> no, well, that was I, a joke. I, yeah, it, we could have ran with that. We could have got... I, I, I knew you were serious. kidding. No. Uh, Richard, you uh, took advantage of uh, some transportation to get down to TJ where you... Oh, yeah. Went, I went down to Mexico for the first time last week. And you only have never your, been to Mexico before. So uh, Wednesday before that Saturday was my first time down to Mexico. And and, and you went to a, you, you got a pretty good consultation at a at a dentist's office, and you were like, "I'm going back to Mexico next week." Uh, no. So it kind of went down where my I got called in to a San Diego trip, mm-hmm. which is right on the border of TJ, kind of thing. So he lives down in TJ, and then he offered to me because we talked about it months before. That he's like, I have a dentist down there. He does great work and shit. And he's like, and, and I just so happened to be working that week. And he was like, 
yo, why don't we try to set up an appointment and then we can get your teeth fixed too while you're down here. Was how, do there, you know, how do you know this guy? Was it, yeah. I work with him since August. Was, oh. it, was there any tinge of fear or you knowing this guy sort of relieved that from you? You were uh, like, I, I trust this guy. I trusted, must be I trusted him enough to kind of take care of me. Like he's not trying to do me dirty. So like I had no bad juju from him. I just knew that it was a risk. It doesn't matter where you go down there. You know what I mean? Like there's, right. There's yeah. going to well, be just the whole, I don't understand. Like, the, I just can't comprehend. Well, yeah, the, the language. I think even if you speak the language, you like you're a foreigner still. Like, yeah, I speak Spanish. And when I was there, I was just like, oh, this isn't great. I was also like on drugs, but still like being there. I felt like a foreigner. You mentioned this and it's something that I noticed when I was there. Uh, other than like main like party areas all the lights are off at night. Like the street is it's, completely dark. It's a different country. Yeah. Like, uh, as far as expectations go, you expect that between every main road, there's dirt roads. There's no lights in these alleys. Everything after like sunset goes down. I like how this it turned into uh, it gets sketchy. TJ's weird, right? No, it, no, it just, it's, it's a, a lot of, a lot of that area. You know what I mean? Not all of it. Like I was saying though, some of the parts are nicer than others. I don't know. I haven't gone everywhere, but the places I was at was definitely way down on that yeah. scale. It's you know it, I mean? it's almost like uh, admirable that it would be your your first time going there, and then be like, yeah, I'll get I'll get surgery done here. Yeah, this dude does not make assumptions based on stereotypes. I would be like, yo, I don't know about getting dental surgery here, bro. Uh, yeah, I went to the dentist, uh, and quickly I learned to regret it. Uh, I should have done something different, maybe some plastic surgery on me. Yeah, they're gonna put some boobies in my chest, <laughs> using fat from my ass, and I don't know if I'm gonna make it back to my class, but whatever, I'm in Mexico, it's a blast. Uh, yeah, I'm getting some body sculpting, and yeah, my new appearance is revolting. Uh, yeah, and I'm convulsing because of the antibiotics that they gave me. I'm convulsing. Uh, please check my pulse, please. I don't know. I think what they gave me uh. is slowing it down to a still crawl. Oh my god, I'm in Mexico, y'all. <laughs> still crawl. I still ball. But anyway. But... Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a fun trip. I I got to enjoy it. Not necessarily that Saturday because I went. Okay, so I went during the the week. I went on Wednesday to watch a, a chula chula game. Chula, chula, which is just where a, a soccer bunch, team. Uh, it's yeah, where it's a, a bunch of Mexican team. girls fight over the it's Tecate Stadium. Sorry, it's sponsored by Tecate. <laughs> Tecate Stadium. <laughs> Yeah, that's Takati. Uh, that, I have some sick videos. I me. I've been to Takati, Takate or whatever is it Takati Takate. I think it's Takate Takate. Uh, where they make the beer and everything. That's kind of a fun place. Uh, anyway, sorry that was very <laughs> retarded. I had to make Richard's story about me for a second there. Dude, anyway, I, go on. Takate is so, the last beer I'll drink. I'll drink Dos Equis before Takate. Yeah, it's not that good. That border is fucking nuts down there. That was the first time crossing the, the you US walked? to Mexico. No, no, we drove. Wow. Uh, the second time I walked. But uh, but when we drove across, it was like just so congested and shit. And like you're just as soon as you cross the border, there's like the rules go away. Like the no more rules, and you just start having to cut in. People are just going crazy. Dude, you know what's I've crazy? I've seen foreign is- countries, so it's not my first experience like that. But it was still kind of like big, it's it's just crazy that people who like your homie who's making big American Union dollars 
is going back down there on the weekends and living like a fucking drug lord. It's just you know that what I'm saying? it's just frugal. What? He's being no. frugal. No, no, no. He's not. He's not going down there balling out. <laughs> you mean he's no, not buying no, no. children and? <laughs> I, I no. He was kind enough to bring me to his place. He's no. He's not balling out. Like he's I mean, very, does he, he's does very, he have, very does he have seven he's kids? The family. You oh, know okay, what I, mean? I got you. Like and yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's got some savings and shit, but like, I'm sure he's he's definitely he's definitely on a higher percentile than everyone else down you, there. You just got but checked, Dave. Not. You got fucking checked just now. No, I'm just saying you, you if, should feel embarrassed. If honestly. I was if I was he, making an American income and then I was going down there, well, was he hot? Would you fuck him, Rich? <laughs> well, the the big issue that was gonna be my next question. <laughs> the the issue, I guess, he even brought it up was like the gentrification that's going down there. It, the slowly the western dollars are pushing away it's, i call it the it's western wild dollars. that we can the even American gentrify dollars. we can gentrify fucking mexico if we want to <laughs> well they're doing it to themselves by bringing in the big businesses you know what i mean right they bring bringing in, in money or like they build a resort out. they build like a casino they build all that shit and then so it attracts money and it's yeah. people like him that are technically are u.s citizens and he he went to high school in the u.s you know what i mean like he's from the u.s but he can live in tj because he has like dual Dual citizenship. Yeah, you know what I mean? So he gets to take advantage of living down there, but gets to work over here. So people like him will stay stay wealthy, making the big bucks, but they still can profit from living in a cheap area. So yeah. it's people like him that are gingerfying the area. <clears throat> so he's like, I'm kind of part of the problem. But the way he lives is completely opposite to that. So it's like, eh, because he still appreciates and he still has family and they still like... I also don't think I, it's convenient at all to cross that border regularly. Like, it is a stressful process. Absolutely. It's a complete nightmare. It's like almost like I'd rather just pay more for rent. I don't know, man. I'm Now that Richard's uh, talked about genderfying uh, Mexico so many off... Genderfying? <laughs> that was my one-off joke. Um uh, I think that we should just start doing the podcast from Tijuana. Save, <laughs> save the money, you know. Let's just move down get, there. Get out there, you know. And we you can get, start. We can just, we you could just commute out. up to your Verizon gig. I'll commute hey, up here and everything you go, everything down there. Just like they said, everyone told me this, but now I can totally see it. You pay for everything. Well, Everything's about money. No, you pay for everything. You think you could do a podcast down there if you are able to? Sustain it. You're going to be paying someone, whether it's someone on the block. Wait, what do you mean? For protection. What? For you're this. saying we had to pay for protection to do our pod? Absolutely. Okay, maybe we don't move to TJ. <laughs> you uh, you pay for protection in different. I'm ways. not paying SoundCloud and fucking Raul down the road. Right and Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I got nine annual bills that I gotta pay. It brings me no thrill. Uh, yeah, it actually makes me feel ill. Yeah, I'm about to spill my beer. Every January, SoundCloud hits us with the direct uh, deposit, and it's not proud. I'm not proud of the fact that we gotta drop some big fat cash. Uh, oh wow, there you go, SoundCloud, trying to steal my stout. Earn dollars. Yeah, I'm about to holler at a fucking bitch with a collar. I'm gonna have to get my dentistry work done in Mexico just so I can pay this jerk. SoundCloud, why you have to do that to me? Now I have to get dentistry done in TG. Uh, I gotta move to TJ, find a dentist, hope that he's gay. Uh, so that he can also uh, pleasure me at the most dope. Yeah. That would be great. I wish that he would what? put some teeth on my plate, and then Dude, I'll eat the teeth. Just a female dentist. <laughs> it was a female dentist. 
There was. She was my translator. Was Dude. she hot, oh Richard? My. Would you fuck her titties? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. That I was almost about to a- ask that question based on all of the uh, dramas that I've seen <laughs> on Telemundo. I'm like, all right, so she was hot. She was you like, would fuck her she titties. She was like, Ricardo, you need a replacement in your molars, <laughs> and I have them in my breasts. Hey, I was a straight up 10.5 down there. <laughs> oh, Richard was a foot taller than everybody in Mexico? No, you you thought he meant that he was ten foot five. No, no, I meant like no, like no, he, he was right. Yeah, yeah like oh, he was more oh. attractive because of his uh, height and I stature, think I just right. because I was white. You know I was I mean? being absurd with that assumption. Why well, I say <laughs> you thought he what? was a giant? Absurdo. You you know the USA? You want to go to USA? Oh, you want to come to America, baby? Just gotta suck Whoa, my dick. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. You just gotta put a filling in my molar. <laughs> you want to come to America, baby? You just gotta stick your fist in my ass. That's all. Stick your fist down my throat and fix my mouth, please. Yeah, and then they get here and they Stop. find out that you're a dirty Irish. No, that's what I was told. I was like, that's your pickup line. That's your only pickup line. They're like, don't worry. Just say you're from that the is, US. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, the fact that that's the recommended like pickup line. That's that's like telling kids you have candy in your van, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Except they will really want to get in that van. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's predatory. <laughs> like your your pickup tactic is just offering uh, legal immigration. Yeah, it's a little problematic at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, you should know. There's some messages they get that it's like, hey, I'm single. If I can get to the U.S., I'm 27, good looking, I'm ready for a husband. If you know anyone that's looking, let me know. Yeah, I mean, that's I ha- their message they send out, gr- and some photos, and like, boom, I want a husband. I mean, sorry, I want a uh, uh, a wife. Yeah, back in the day, they called them mail order brides. Yeah, regardless but this is of like whether family or not passed on, kind of like just pushing out people that because they know like, they want to do better. It's like though. arranged marriage without the effort. Yeah, and if you're a lonely-ass American who can afford to, like, you know, have a wife at home and just pay for the for the rent. Well, or like me, it, with no responsibilities and can just chance on. Well, and also, Dude, like... My, my uncle has a, a, a friend, a lawyer friend, uh, that will occasionally come to his parties that brings his non-English-speaking Chinese wife with him sometimes and their daughter that they have together. Wow. And, and, and he... He just explains it away like she doesn't speak English too good. Like that's it. Don't worry about talking to her like that kind of thing. Like, And I'm just like, OK, wait. So <laughs> she's Chinese and doesn't speak any English. She doesn't talk at the parties at all. Damn, that's crazy. Because I feel like if you're from Mexico and you come to the U.S., I feel like you could speak English in fucking three years. You know what I'm saying? Like three years of being immersed in the culture and getting yelled at by fucking Ubers and 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 it's dangerous for the husband. They probably won't allow that. Well, here's my thing. I think that it's an I think that's an easy way for an average American to basically buy a trophy wife because you can get a hot ass Mexican lady to come move here and just be hot. But I'm assuming eventually she's gonna like want to pursue her own dreams Dude, and not just be your trophy wife anymore. When uh growing up, when I was like between i don't know between like the ages of like three and like 11 we had a neighbor who was also a nudist and he had a oh male God. he had a mail order bride briefly like this this uh she couldn't handle it she's like yeah, oh, i'm out right i think he got like a japanese mail order bride and she hung out for like a couple months and was like i'm peacing this is so she much. made it to the u.s and then 
Yeah, po- post- was, yeah. Was just she went out about she her own life. Friends I assume that's that's a majority of what the grift is, right? Like, why would you assume that this person? It's like how a like how a dude at a strip club is like, she really likes me, man. Yeah, absolutely. And then, no, she was looking at me differently than yeah, she was looking yeah, yeah. at the other guys. <laughs> uh, I I yeah, I had a friend. Who like you had a friend, Richard? No, I'm I'm Cap, anyway. stop lying. Capping. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> I had a friend over in Hawaii who had a, like a rough time with some women, and he met some girl online from China, and uh, she was gonna come visit, and then all of a sudden she, her parents got sick. Oh, uh, and then he's like telling he had to us, send her a bunch of like, money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she had a great job. Uh, yeah, male lord or bride, ninety day fiance, who's the guy? Mm. Yup. That supplied all the dimes for a dime, Palestine. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of lonely in my middle age. I'm thinking that I might have to go give a page to someone overseas. Yeah, maybe Russia or Malaysia. Malaysia, that'd be nice. Hey. Uh, I might be in Malaysia. Uh, Find me a mail order bride. Yeah, she's Asian. Maybe. Uh. And yeah, at the party, she don't say none. Nothing. Yup, because she don't speak the language, I bro. like it better that way. Please keep your mouth shut. It'd be better if you never learned English, you yep. slut. That would be super nice. You little foreign bitch, I would like to send you back to ISIS or yeah. whatever. Slut, cunt. Yeah, please right. make me a little cuck. Uh, because you don't speak the English, that's enough. Uh. I just wanted to be known. I only said slut because it rhymed. <laughs> I was trying to channel Ruth in the in, in Ozark last night. You fucking that was a good... <laughs> That's kind of no. There's a part even that was a great part. Uh, but right before that, she she goes something. She goes, "Tell me or I'll kill you." <laughs> and yeah. it's and it's good stuff. She 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 goes off. Uh, April 29th can't come soon enough. I'm gonna fucking. Are we gonna just binge? Yeah, we might. That's what we've been doing, sort of. The Ozark Legends. I, there was a brief. Okay, we we were at the bar earlier and we were trying to figure out the name of the old man from the first season of Ozark. Oh, yeah. And the bartender was looking at us like he wanted to give us the answer, and yeah, that's yeah. why I I was like, you watch Ozark. And he was like, nah, try to get it. Blah. And I was like, nah, I why just, were you looking at me yeah, like you like, wanted to he's like, join nah, in? I, I just stare at guys. <laughs> it was Worst bartender I have the, Well, ever here's had. the thing. It was rough. I got bad service there from a crackhead white lady uh, like a couple days ago. I just don't understand why the yard house would have such shitty service, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yard house. The yard house. Yeah, no. Horrible. Uh, was, um, any, like the Ruth Chris we were just at. Just terrible service. Right, I just so, don't understand. So I was the, at the Benihana last week. Yeah, that, that, and, the Nobu. <laughs> shitty service at that Nobu we were that I, we frequent. <laughs> I don't know a nicer restaurant than Nobu. <laughs> No, there was some other lady sitting next to we us. We were at a Chili's, folks. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> the the fucking asshole of American chain restaurants. There was a lady who worked at the Chili's who was done with her shift sitting near me, sitting near us. Which is what a vibe to and, just hang out at work after work. And I've 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 worked at a restaurant and I've hung out at the bar after work. It's fun because you get free drinks and whatnot. It's not fun for everyone else who is still working and waiting for the bartender service. Right. So like we're over there trying to get service. She's hanging out with like her server friend. And then at one point um, she pitches in uh, something about the happy hour. And I was like, all right, this lady knows the deal. I asked her if they validated parking. She was like, no, they don't, unfortunately. 
And then she asked me if we wanted to go to Hooters. Yeah, we got her. invited to an outing. And I was like, oh, sorry, I'm already locked in on this bar. We ordered food. Primarily, here's the thing. I don't just go to bars with strange women that I meet at Chili's. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing, though. I probably would have gone if, if we weren't doing this podcast. I probably would have just been like, you still going to Hooters? I mean, I immediately said we should go. You said that? Yeah, I said, Dave, why aren't we going? You should make him go. Like, I started talking to her about it. She didn't it. hear that. No, I she so, did. She started responding to me. She started responding to you? Yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like I said no, and then I... That's when you said you had food coming. And then I was like, yeah, I ordered food already. I'm kind of locked in here. And then I started ignoring her, and then towards the end... If, help me out if you can interpret this. At the end, I said, have fun at Hooters. And she was like, uh, okay, yeah. Have fun with your extra. Yeah, I heard that too. You heard that too. I heard that too, and I was like, "She's talking about Richard and I." Is one of these guys? Are these guys acting out? Is that what you're saying? Or am I acting out? Or is somebody acting? And, and there, like, there must have just been like some weird. Like she thought she was doing a mic drop. There. I think she was and drunk. That must have been. But I, I don't get the extra. I didn't get that either. So I like either. There's, there's also like two of us. So why so, don't you say extras? Yeah. So if the, it was supposed to be like a subliminal, it doesn't make any sense. I didn't get it. I, I also like I, the one thing that stood out to me about her is that she had outstanding teeth. So she must have been hanging out in TJ last week too, Richard. Smart girl. Getting some work done. So work. forget about this lady. So yeah. you went to TJ with a female doctor, you sucked her nipples, and then what happened? Titties. Uh, fucking couldn't speak for a couple of days. No, I was kidding. Um, are you kidding? That you, was not. You can barely speak now. <laughs> yeah. Did you no, just have surgery? I, I feel like that was the day? eventful thing. That was like Saturday night, and then I hiked it across the border right after. We went, picked up his wife, then he Ubered me. Okay, to the yeah, slow down, slow down. That's what I'm saying. It was you dope. hiked across the border. Right after surgery. Yeah, he's, People, he's got like one of those old timey like where they have the, the hot pad wrapped around your whole skull <laughs> with gauze. Like people usually. Uh, yo, people usually get surgery and then they go home and try to go to sleep. They might take a Norco or an Oxy and try to maybe fucking be in peace. I just had some surgery, but I'm not in my country, so I gotta go hoof it back to America. Oh, can't you see? Oh, say can you see? By the dawn's early light, I'm in a fright. I'm in a dentist office at night, and I'm white. I'm not trying to be lame, but I wasn't TJ, and I cannot afford the uh, medical attention nope. here in USA. Nope. Yeah, because nope. I'm just a normal man. Uh, could I maybe save a couple of hundred bucks yes, and could. maybe get some surgery up in my molars and some stuff oh, and maybe should. we could go and get some teeth cleaning and maybe you could fill it in some fill-ins that would be so great uh. next time I'ma go to TJ, TJ. Uh, to get some calf implants calf implants and also lips you know you guys are absolutely 100% right it was a mistake for me to like think I could do make that journey Cause like immediately after I got out around like five thirty six, um, and they, they in the evening yes, um, and they already had me uh, full pump full of drugs, um, and then so I went to go grab my prescription, but we couldn't find a doctor to um, in inject it, so I had to wait 
to find either do it myself later or find someone to inject it for me. Um, so he he had to pick up his wife, so we went picked up his wife. He got me an Uber to send me back to the uh, to the border. border so I could walk across, take an Uber to my friend Miguel's house. And that's where my car was. Not the situation you want to be in Absolutely after a not. fresh Dude, mouth you, surgery. You couldn't just go to his house and lay down for 18 hours? Um, was that I, not an option? Not really. Not in my head at the time. It was. I wasn't computing that. Like I just went through surgery. I thought it was just like a pull. Like They just pulled me, pumped me through some painkillers. I can stay awake for a few hours to get to my car and shit. Oh, my God, Richard. I, and what happened? Immediately, the gauze just keeps filling up. He's, he's having to replace. He's, he's the crawling gauze. across the border like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. That scene <laughs> where he's trying to get into his car. Yeah, <laughs> like spitting blood. Spitting blood. I had a bottles like uh, right next to me that I was just spitting blood in, and like I'm trying to talk to these the guys. Border Patrol the, guys, like, uh, what's in the bottle? <laughs> no, he's like, he's like, he's like, what were you in Mexico for? I was like, uh, here to get my people, and he's like. He's like, you have any drugs with you? I'm like, I have my the prescription they gave me. They wrote it out to me. And he's like, let me see. And then like, I I start like like grabbing it out and shit. He's like, all right. All right. He's like, you you're good. You're good. Because <laughs> like, I have like blood coming yeah, down my teeth. He's, he's like, like this widow needs to get back <laughs> into the fucking country. He's watching this. He's watching Richard like bleed out of his ears. And he's just like, dude, just go. <laughs> I need this to not be my problem as soon as possible. <laughs> I like yeah. There's a gypsy curse on this man. We I, gotta let this guy go. I start fucking hoofing it to. Uh, I finally turn my phone back on because I have I can't call or use my phone down there. Um, so I turn my phone back on, and I try to get service. I try to get an Uber. Uber, and Lyft just do not work. Like it won't load. Like the screen for the GPS won't. So I just start walking. So I walk to like a subway. Jesus, um, Richard. And then I finally finally get an Uber to get out there. It takes me like I think 20, 20 minutes to get from there to uh, Miguel's house, and Miguel calls me. Uh, anyways, he's there with his. He's up, so that's where my car is. I get there. Miguel, and, he's like Miguel. He's, he's your lawyer. The, he's the one of the guys I uh, work with, and uh, that's where my car was at in, in San Diego. So he's having like this little shindig, drinking with his family and stuff, and a cousin that I met on the Wednesday. Um, and I'm like in pain. And he's helping me get set up to get home. And I was like, I need someone to stick me in the ass with this painkiller. I'm like, I've never done uh, like a syringe and needle before. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, does does anyone know? And I'm like, at this point, I was already drugged up. This is a family dinner. Yeah, I asked. And they're all drinking. They're all (laughs) There are children there. There was, yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, in fact, they kicked the two daughters out, and, and before you a- showed them your bare ass, <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't let him finish the sentence. All they heard was, "Will someone stick me in the ass?" And they're like, "Niñas, oh, get out niñas. of here!" <laughs> no, 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 it's perfect, perfect situation because uh, the, the cousin's like, "Hey, don't you work in the dentist?" And and uh, I forgot who it was, their relative or something. But they she must, was like, th- they she must think you're so wild, girl. Richard. They must yeah. think you're the wildest dude <laughs> this ever. This gringo <laughs> is <fucking> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she's like yeah i do she's like honestly i just do it myself like whenever i've had to do it and uh I'm like, so yeah, she basically said richard you're a bitch just fucking measure the shit out and stab yourself yeah so and i'm like you think you can show me the first one so she's like yeah so they take me to the girls room and she comes down she's like out. <laughs> richard i have your i have your uh your syri- i can't do no, a sexy mexican voice no. like like david does can you do it please i already did it earlier come on please you're gonna, you're gonna ruin it god please but yeah miguel just takes a bunch of uh fucking tequila 
poison on, Puts the it on your dick. No, just <laughs> I wipe my wipe the spine. And, and she shows me how to do it. So it's you won't cool. do the the sexy voice, but you'll do the dick joke. I mean, the dick joke it was my own. You know, <laughs> I I I felt it. Yeah, but uh, and then yeah. So after I got drugged up, pumped up my tire, and came back to here. Biggest <laughs> pump mistake up the tire my real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the long story short of it, the surgery, well, it got fucked, kid. At the end of the day, he just got back from getting uh, antibiotics. Uh, yeah, the thing about surgery uh, is that it ended up hurting me. Uh, yeah, I hurt my knees uh, when I was hanging out with Miguel's oh, knees. you hurt your knee? Well, here's the thing. We do dentistry, but we could also work on your legs. That's kind of what we do over here. Let's get some drugs in your head. Uh, just like the doctor from The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my dick has been limp. Uh, so I took a couple prescriptions. Uh, yeah, and now I feel great. I, I think you're talking about Nick Riviera. Hi, Dr. Nick. I swear I've been sick, and that shit is scary. Scary friend. And we could fucking get some dentistry in. Uh, real quick, uh, I missed a bunch of these. Bad Habits by Hippie Jack, Rio by Cadence, Buck Wild by Rayas, Reggae Boom Bat by Harold Beats, Slide by 18, and Lost by Bailey Daniel. Hell yeah. Professional uh, listing of... I just want to give you props on that. <laughs> so you drove your ass back to Long Beach from San Diego that same night? That same night. Big mistake. Big mistake, dude. I was feeling the drugs by like 20 minutes before I got here. Like, I was tired, and like I was just doing what I could to stay away. He was, he was driving like that Simpsons gif where Homer's like in, <laughs> yeah, the, in the neon techno world. The whole time I was world. just thinking like, can I die from blood loss if I just swallow all my blood? No, because it goes back into your body, Richard. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh man, dude, this is this is kind of an embarrassing story, but I'm gonna tell it anyway since we've you know we're past the pandemic. <clears throat> I thought you were say yeah. This is this is also kind of revealing because I, I've, uh, I've 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 been pretty honest about the fact that you know if I got bit by a zombie in a zombie apocalypse, I'd be the guy that doesn't tell anyone, and then just eventually kill. You're such a kill, bitch. Kill, uh, no, I get You're it. I get it. Bitch. Here's the thing. This this happened at the. the he doesn't like confrontation. The it's yeah. It's not that like I would want someone to witness me get bit and then that would be it and they would be like i'm sorry i gotta do this yeah, i'm like yeah. i understand just do it please but it's if i'm bitten no one sees i'm like maybe it didn't happen can yeah. you take time out and say you should put that on your roommate uh like contract like that should be a, a question you answer for we don't we don't have a contract yeah, richard we're, we're doing this all i'm, I knew I'm that, down to open up negotiations <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a word of mouth arrangement that's something that we got someone needs on. to know before it's more of an ass to mouth arrangement <laughs> It's a verbal agreement. Um, what were they just saying? Uh, the zombie. The, uh, oh, like, yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the pandemic, I like had, I was like, I got really sick to the extent where I was like puking up blood. Jesus. And it was one of those things where once you rupture a membrane in your throat, if, you, if you're puking you're going to just keep rupturing it. So that was what was happening. It wasn't like I had some internal bleeding or anything, but it was just like I had fucking cut my throat. Uh, but in my head, I'm like, these are the symptoms of COVID-19 and I have it and I'm going to die from it because it was literally, this was the first month of 
COVID, the, yeah. the, the shutdowns, we were locked in. And every symptom is COVID. Yeah. And, and but I didn't, I kept it to myself. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally puking blood at the toilet right now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> Dude. And you know what? That quarantine was pretty weird and, and, and bleak. Uh, like it was started it, off kind of fun. We, we went through like, uh, like three halo games and we were doing mushrooms. You know, I mean, those were instances that were fun, but I remember just like the days bleeding into the days. They closed the pool at that at that apartment yeah, that we lived in, so we couldn't go to the pool. When they closed I, the pool, that got dark. I did that in high school. It did not end up well. Like yeah. I tried to hide my injury in high school. I started pissing blood. And I was like, <laughs> I ain't telling no What one. happened? Give me the inciting Dude, incident. I've never, I've it, never it, pissed it blood. That's like, crazy. I'm probably close to like two weeks. No, but what happened? And the like, pissing blood got worse because yeah, it actually started Did you hurting. like get kicked in the nuts? Really? Like, Get what this. happened? So I was playing Buck Buck at the end of high school. Buck what Buck? is Buck Buck? That's in like a freshman. Fat Albert game, isn't it? I swear to God, that game was Buck invented Buck? by Fat Albert. You hold on to the person's waist in a line and then people try to jump on your backs to break yeah. the line. It's literally a game from the show Fat Albert. Do you I'm just yell saying. Buck Buck and then jump on yes, the guy? Yeah. I swear to God. You, you boost yourself over. And then the eventually a guy and dies and they're not allowed to play the game Do anymore. you yell it like this? Buck Buck! Yeah. You could yell it as loud as you want. Okay. Ulessa and Johnny would go crazy. Excuse but, uh, me. We played with our business class, and someone, uh, Tim Tim Weber, knee went right first and last name. So my kidneys like got infected, and then I got like a fever, and then I didn't tell my mom until like towards the end, and she's like, "All right, let me know if it gets worse." And then I got a fever of like 104. Got salmonella, got all these problems, and I went to the hospital for five all days. because of Tim Weber's fucking bitch yeah, ass. I mean, he sucked. Is this Tim Weber right here? No. <laughs> I like your style, man. Dave. You immediately started. You heard a full name, which is not smart to do on on, on a, an offensive podcast medium, and you immediately started Googling it, and I like that. It's all white men. No, nah, he was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was a brown guy. He well, there's not. also a Tim. <laughs> I don't remember what he looks like. I just remember the name. <laughs> Tim Weber was also the visual effects coordinator on Deadpool, so I know Richard's a big fan. So. There's a, there you there's go. a. <laughs> making assumptions Take Richard it. are you not a big fan of Deadpool I am not I wouldn't picture Richard like then who's Deadpool. the big there's somebody I, who I, I knew really who's a like, big fan of Deadpool I like, I like, I like the first okay so now you like Deadpool you think Deadpool is cool don't you dude and yeah you went to school to study Deadpool and yeah, I'm fucking uh, making up rules. There's definitely a type of guy who likes Deadpool. Definitely. The type of guy who thinks those movies are cool. Because they've never been to a film school or watched more than 10 movies that are even more cool. I watched Deadpool and also uh, Iron Man. Uh, yeah, and now I got a plan. I'm about to move to Afghanistan and dub all those movies into a different when language. When your only rubric of quality movies is Marvel and superheroes with their boobies. Ooh. Of course you're gonna like the John Wick Spider-Man. Why wouldn't you? It's an easy hand. Fuck. Not a bad comparison. But I'd say I fixate on oh, actors. Okay, what so you're like, like, you know, like the great Russell Crowe. Well, one of my favorite comedies is Just Friends and I really like uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, uh, Deadpool is a really good comedy for me. Uh, uh, false. No, it's uh, hilarious. <laughs> I love. I love the timing. I love. I love the Here's back thing. and forth banter. Just like, Friends is an actually incredible comedy. No, I love. An Just idiot Friends. if you think that Ryan Reynolds plays a completely different role. Like they're both the same fucking actor. 
So I'm an idiot if I don't agree with no, the fact I, that I, my statement was Just clear. Friends. No, his character said, in Just Friends is different how than. How can you say that's a better comedy? Richard's than sober, po- by the way. That's yeah, weird. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to like almost. I almost want to take a poll about what's a better comedy as far as jokes are concerned. Just Friends. I wish David had seen Just Friends because, I, like, I guarantee you, you would be like, "Yeah, Just Friends wins a million percent." Uh, it's a. It's an act like. I I just don't even like for shoehorning jokes into a superhero movie never feels natural. And if it does feel natural, it's because you're only used to watching that kind of movie. Yeah. I've never seen this. I do love Ryan in the fat suit. I unfortunately mm. did watch, um, a recent Ryan Reynolds, uh, flick on the proposal. Yep. The proposal. No. That was it. No, no. I watched, uh, this new movie, <laughs> The that... Adam Project. <laughs> no, oh, is he like a, in the computer? No, no, it's, it's like his... Free Guy. Oh, okay, that... yeah, that is the the computer one. Yeah, he it, it it's on HBO Max. It's totally off the wall, and I never really understood what was going on because I was doing homework, and then my my girlfriend's kid was watching. They it. also shoehorn a bunch of like popular me- media properties into it, so it's yes, I noticed it's, that. It's very. Uh... Uh, fan fan service. It it definitely is making an attempt to maximize on the Deadpool sort of comedy because it goes Deadpool 2016, Deadpool 2018, and then uh, I think there's Deadpool 3. Uh, Oh, Deadpool 3 is this year. But it's literally just like maximizing on that type of comedy and action intertwined where it's like, edgy and meta and like in your face yeah, but, but you, ryan reynolds also has like a specific delivery that i think people go to the movie theaters to see they want to see ryan reynolds perform his comedic acting stylings now and he, that's, yeah where he's like he, where he's like happy goofy but also like he represented straight. it extremely well in the spider in the, sorry not spider-man in x-men when he was uh when he was uh, the guy with the two blades what is the street you mean the green lantern i, mean, I got i mean i i, I Consider that the worst X-Men movie. Yeah, like, but, but he got his mouth showed up because he was that mouthy motherfucker that was just making cracking jokes the whole time. Everyone's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And they eventually sewed his mouth shut. So you, so you, th- you, thought, you thought that little tongue-in-cheek thing that they that, that they did to Deadpool was really clever. Absolutely. Because a majority of people would say them sewing up his mouth because he's uh, a, 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 a jabber jaw of a superhero was, is stupid and... Like I, I dude, just, but so many people love Deadpool. It's crazy. No, but, but but the Deadpool of the of the X Men series is not the Deadpool of it's. Yeah. The, it's a totally. They, guys, they, all talk, they did was re rehire hey, Ryan Reynolds Wade. to do it. You're no, talking about X Men Origins. No, yes. but they're both called Wade. They're no, both that's named because that's Wade. the name of the superhero is Wade. Yeah. But like none of the shit that happened in X Men Origins happened to Wade, the character in Deadpool. True. But when they saw Ryan Reynolds play such a good. I don't think they hired. No, no. Ryan Reynolds is the reason why. Ryan Reynolds is the the like one of the main backers of the Deadpool. He he played Deadpool in Origins and was like, I have to play Deadpool again. And I know that all these movie people are my friends. So if I fucking get enough ruckus up in, they're gonna fucking give my movie tons of money. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna spit these raps normal. A great Ryan Reynolds fix. 
the proposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it wasn't horrible. Uh, nope. It was tolerable. R.I.P. Betty White. Yeah, she be doing Tai Chi. Richard's over here with some chai tea. Yeah, I love Betty. R.I.P. And I wish that uh, she would come back to lifey and be Speak- my wifey. Speaking of Betty, uh, Ryan Reynolds was buried. Uh, what? That movie was in oh. a hurry. Uh, yeah, me, I got a fucking scurry. Yeah, buried. I mean, I only watched the last 15 minutes, but that's all you need to see to get it. That's the gist. The dude's buried. That's kind of the thing. And then he, that's kind of it. He just stays buried and the movie ends. That's it. That is it. I honestly love the proposal. I just like I, I, Sandra Bullock is hot. Here's the thing. I love Sandra Bullock. And because of that, I want to watch this new Sandra Bullock flick. And you guys can really shit on me for this one if you'd like. The Lost City. Uh, with Shannon Tatum and Brad Pitt's in it. Interstellar was... She was Shut in the fuck up, right? Richard. The Lost, oh, she was in Gravity. The Lost, yeah, Gravity was okay. The Lost <sighs> I City. That. I almost went to the theater and watched this with my girlfriend because I can convince her to watch anything. She's Her undying loyalty is unmatched. But this looks <laughs> that's, funny, dude. That's a keeper. <laughs> this, this movie looks... Fucking cool. Tatum I don't know, Bullock. man. I the the, the how bit, much money is she paying? For the, that? I don't think she's she's getting paid. She's an actress <laughs> in the film. This is a, no, no, Richard. She's doing this pro bono, definitely. <laughs> Wait, you're saying I get to be in this big Hollywood movie? How much do I have to pay you, sir? <laughs> no, she gets to be put in there with Channing Tatum, and then you know they fuck. Right. I mean, here's the thing. She's, I swear, she's fucked Channing Tatum before in a movie. It. You she's know so what? I, I might be she's thinking so of Ryan Reynolds. Old. Here's the thing. Other big, fun, sexy, hard-on names in this movie are Daniel Radcliffe, Yo. fucking shout out the jungle, Look, you don't, I, and Brad I, Pitt. The the jungle looks uh, fine, and and in fact the the acting talent isn't even like annoying and weird. Like I, I could see that movie being okay. But you're presenting it like it's a controversial take. Dude, and also... I kind of want to watch this movie. Dude, Richard, <laughs> let's go to the theater and watch it together. We can fucking... Dude, is this going to be like Atlantis? Nah, uh, dude. Atlantis ruled. I don't like it. I don't want to see it anymore. What? Are you talking you about You didn't that? like Atlantis? No, talking about the cartoon? It, the fact that this is not about finding Atlantis kind of ruins it. Well, no. This is a reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat... Jungle adventure, and she's wearing heels and a cool purple suit the whole time. So it's just romancing the stone. It was like an old Michael Keaton movie, not Michael Keaton, Michael Douglas movie that with what you. It's like the exact same premise. Really, he, he's like a a crocodile Dundee style guy, and then the lady comes in. I'm pretty sure she's either a journalist or an author trying to write a book, and then he's like, "Well, we gotta foil these villains, yeah." Hmm. Who's Patty Harrison? Patty Harrison. It sounds like an older actress. How about Oscar Nunez? Sounds like a Hispanic actor. Is that Patty? No, this isn't. This is Patty right here. Ratcliffe's looking good. What about dude. the secret recipe for the Krabby Patty? How are we going to get to the bottom of that? I, uh, I have a friend. I let's just say his name is Langton, <laughs> and he's been really interested in it lately. Uh. You know what? We don't have that information. <laughs> I, I, yeah. uh, well, anyway, uh, did we already talk about the the pilots that killed themselves? We talked about that. Hang on, I got. Okay, I got other things. Richard, uh, did we did we fully touch base on how Richard's Mexican surgery failed and he got his mouth is infected and he had to like go okay, back? Okay, and then he barely all, and then he barely made it home. 
I yeah, but we didn't we didn't. It, it's not that infected. The guy said it's just fine. It's just I only had four days of antibiotics. Oh, so you ran out of antibiotics, and that's why yeah, it's got. And infected. I had a whole day without antibiotics. Oh, and those and things really need and time. And to I kick went in. back to work two days into recovery. Now, now tell me this. So you you kind of the way you presented it, you 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 kind of got like a little talking to from the doctor that you went to today. Yeah. What what did he say? What did he, he assumed that they took out the molar because of the wisdom tooth because I was having a problem with my wisdom tooth. He's like, so what? The wisdom tooth was hurting you. And I was like, no, I took out the molar because the molar was cracked. Yo, I got a cracked molar. In fact, it was not feeling great. Nope. Yup. I had to fucking uh, hurry and get out of gate, out of city. I have regular dreams about my molars and waking up and they're like an old controller. It's broken. As much as I smack it, it doesn't ever work and I'm not acting. Uh, yeah, broken controller. Uh, I'm feeling cold, polar, mm. like the bears. Yeah, I need solar intervention so that I can uh, feel some. I'm at the North Pole, more like the South. I'm in Mexico, and this bitch is all in my mouth. Whoa. She got her utensils. She's doing uh, surgery, and it's simple. Uh, she used her utensils real fast. Usain Bolt. Yeah, Whoa. you know, uh, I'm repentful for the decisions I made, Jesus Lord. I just left TJ, and I can't wait to get some antibiotics today. <laughs> I could have just got him there, dude. I mean, I really. Here's the thing: you're a you're a brave man for what you've done. Yeah, you're like you're like fucking Channing Tatum in this in this Sandra Bullock movie. Except you're an explorer, not as hot. It, you have insurance, don't you, Richard? You couldn't have done this in the U.S. I couldn't have done it without a wait, without an appointment, without a diagnostics, and. It was not only convenient, but it was the opportunity given because I was already down there. So, gotcha. Okay, so it wasn't so, necessary, and I would have to spend a lot of money on it, regardless, over here. Gotcha. So it still would even with insurance, it would have been. What a lot I of went money. down there with the intentions to do was to get the molar taken out. So the so I don't know. I, I've taken a molar out before, so it wouldn't be my first time. And it was actually not that expensive here in the U.S. He's an ex so, he's a seasoned molar. The fact that movie. the fact that it was infected, I was just like, all right, I'd rather have it out, even though I could have set up an appointment and did it correctly, where I could have get the replacement already been worked in. So after the recovery time, I get a new one in. Instead of that, I decided to go the cheap way and get it done in TJ because it was much cheaper. Mm -hmm. Even the guys that told me, he's like, yeah, like there's no way you would have found that same care. And maybe maybe if you hadn't. Gone on a he hike told me straight immediately up. after. Yeah, I completely. Uh, how come your new tooth is uh, a bone carved in the shape of a skull? Santa <laughs> muerte. <laughs> I got to pee. I'm going to hit him with the Chris. Right. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Well, we're back, folks. Um, uh, we, we ran out of shit to talk about, so we're going to YouTube. Uh, this was a commercial that I, I don't remember why I thought of it, but it, I thought it was kind of funny, and we're going to re-listen to it and see if it holds up. It's a Super Bowl commercial. During the South, you say, hey, feller, give me a Bud Light. Hey, feller, give me a Bud Light. In New York, you say, hey, give me a Bud Light. You got a problem with that? Bud Light, you got a problem with that. In East L.A., you say... Give me a Bud Light, Holmes. Give me a Bud Light, Holmes. More importantly, <laughs> if somebody asks you for a Bud Light, you say... Don't speak English! 
refreshingly smooth Bud Light. <laughs> okay, so these aren't the commercials I was talking about. No, I wonder else. if they've been wiped from the internet. That was George Lopez, though, right? No, it, was, uh, it wasn't. It was Shit. Carlos Mencia. Oh, I confused George Lopez and Carlos Mencia. That's even more offensive. Fuck, dude. Uh, I wish we had a, a, a Mexican drop on here. Uh, th- there's another Carlos Mencia foreign accent. No, yeah, no. I it, like. Let me play this play one. Play that one. Okay, guys. American chicks love the foreign accent. Go. You have the thighs of a Sherpa. Say hi. Hi. No, not hi, hi. Uh. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. She has your eyes. <laughs> Watch the master do it, boys. Hello. You are so very sexy. Sorry. I'm with someone. Moonlight. Endless refreshment. All right, we got a taste of it there. We got a Moonlight. taste of it. Yeah. I swear to God. I, so it, they're they're all hitting on on this girl, and then uh, eventually Carlos Mencia is like, "What's up, lady?" And she's like, "Sorry, I'm already with somebody." And it turns out she's with another foreign guy. Yeah. Because they're all foreign. And he and he says it moonlight. Moonlight. That used to be like I swear to God that was like they they decided to hey the funniest character in this foreign accent commercial is, we, guy? is the guy that says it moonlight. Let's do a few more commercials that really focus on the guy saying okay. Bullight. I think I think this might be it. Everyone knows that foreign accents are attractive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that foreign accents are hilarious. I think that's what you said. I've just corrected it. Come on, man. You know why you're making this commercial, bitch. Let's not try and beat around the bush and shit. Uh, yeah, you think the accents is funny. Uh, but like chasing all this money. Uh, they using the advertisements. Uh, and taking advantage of accents Ask me for a Bud Light, no speaker to English Whoa. You're not getting it from me, no, not the old English or the new English No OE from me, no, not that You can't see, you can't see me, please Uh, I used to sip the OE Now I'm off the Colt 4-5 Yeah, uh, I'm feeling fine And yeah, the Bud Light, I cannot survive Bud Light, Boo Light, Tomato, Tomato I'm about to order a Bud Light Clamato And then I'm gonna go down to Cabo or Baja Maybe get some dentistry with Richard Uh, here we go Dude made the sexy accent voice modulator Now you can say practically anything And be hooking up in no time And my favorite food is uh, chicken (laughs) Dude, that accent is whack it's a white guy who has like a thing in his mouth to sound like he's a Mexican. That's cool. That's... But I'm just big boned. Goodness gracious. From the great place that well, never let you That's know. the least offensive one so far, unfortunately. They're all offensive, though. Um, and this was only posted in 2006. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Bud Light's a pretty powerful company. I could see them, like, spending a ton of money to try and get those commercials wiped from the internet. But I guarantee you, we get our boy Jeremy on the phone. That was, like, his favorite commercial growing up. The Bud Light. That was, like, so quotable. Bud Light. I just don't I, 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 I'm, I'm sort of ashamed that I confused Carlos Mencia and George Lopez because I could have sworn it was well, George Lopez. Maybe I should Google George Lopez oh, does Bud he, Light commercial. Yo, what if he took over after Carlos Mencia got busted for stealing all the jokes and shit? Is that what happened? Maybe. I'm literally just clinging to the fact that maybe Carl or George Lopez did a Bud Light commercial at some point, so I'm not just a crazy moron. Uh... Funny Bud Light commercials. Uh, no. Nope. But no George Lopez Bud Light commercial. No, they're all yeah, Carlos Mencia. Shit. 
Well, you know, I mean, I get it. Those were the popular Mexican comedians to me as a fucking 12-year-old in Hawaii. So... I remember trying, why. Why else wouldn't I confuse them? I tried to watch a George Lopez special on Netflix, like maybe two or three years ago. Oh, it was ago. like a new one, though, right? Yeah, it was a newer one. Yeah, so and he's not trying. He's already made it. I couldn't watch it, but it was crazy because it was like a stadium, just like well, that we, filled. When when it, when it's when it's someone like George Lopez, and they've already like they've 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 done the George Lopez show. They've had their own talk show. Like literally, they just exist now as million as a millionaire face to go to provide to anything. He does a Netflix thing for fun. It's like well, and he also like runs not, classic bits that people already know. Like, yeah, it's just you know this how, is like, what your Mexican mother wait, sounds like. Wait, oh, she wait, might hit you with a flip yeah, flop. Yeah. Or it's like how Dice will will do like the the nursery rhymes and like oh, people. But, but, but Dice kind of invented the comedy nursery right well what i'm saying he's is not like, he's not making jokes about his italian no, no, mother no, what i'm being saying like is, get your rigatoni dice come I, on what i'm saying is he's doing bits they've already heard but they're like classics to, okay to no work. see i wouldn't make that comparison because i would argue that george lopez is doing street jokes about mexican families and passing them off as as his own in, in the new special. Okay, so they're not they're not even like old bits that people have heard and loved. I just I I like it like the the, the there's like a it, it's almost a stereotype for uh comedians who are specifically appealing to whatever their demographic is yeah, racially the, yeah. that they default to the family humor. They're like our parents sound like this, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, I get that. Well, I've it, heard this joke a million times from every other, like, who, who, and I'm not saying that it's just a it's every of- ethnic comedian. I'm talking about the the comedians who make their ethnicity an important part of their comedy. Well, and also, those ones specifically. If it's, a, if it's a good joke, it'll, it'll land to any race. Yo, if it's a good joke, huh? It'll make the good folks, uh, of Florida and New York, all, all laugh equal. Yeah, and there ain't nothing wrong with catering your comedy, but don't expect me to want to see you perform if you're doing a bunch of Filipino jokes, because Filipinos to me aren't the norm. Yo, I wasn't born uh, in Filipino, bro, uh, in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been eating, it's obscene. Yes, he has. He's fat, and that's what he brought to the table there with that rap. And I can't blame him because it's hard to freestyle, especially when there's only like two beats left, y'all. Honestly, we took a little bit too long at the Chili's. I mean the Ruth's, Chris, uh, and it's getting chilly. But also, I'm getting sleepy. It's 9.30. I feel like that's a big uh, indicator of my dirt bagness that I would like be like oh well what's a fancy restaurant ruth's chris <laughs> i mean it is it's, it is much nicer than chili but it's still the name alone i would expect it to be worse than a chili's mm. i don't know it doesn't, i've never i've never not, been i've never been either but it's a horrible name i a tommy bahamas like any of those name like titles. tommy bahamas i expect to sell hats and and chairs for the beach but don't they have a restaurant tony yeah. tony romos no Tom. No, yeah, no. Tommy Bahama is a is a is a clothing company. Isn't it a mistake. business? Uh, I don't know. You know what's funny is that <laughs> like, let's just kill like, that. Uh, <laughs> names of restaurants sound like actual steakhouses and shit. 
Yeah. Ruth Chris Steakhouse. You know what's funny is that there are four, no, there are three Outbacks in all of the Los Angeles area, and one of them's right here next to where we live. And I went to it the other day. And it's a major downtown metropolitan area. I can make better steak at home. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. I've never had a steak at a restaurant that's better than just some guy that made it for me. <laughs> no matter what, and there's something to be said about like the environment that you're eating it in. But I've definitely had some shitty homemade steaks. Well, no, but that but grill that we have in the garage can fucking bang out a, a big ass. You're steak. also you're making like, you know. At the most, like maybe five steaks for five of your closest friends. So those Whereas guys the, are these, banging yeah, out steaks these, all night. These folks are like they, they they have a mathematical equation associated with these steaks that results in them getting to go home and jerk off later. I'm I'm just thankful that we live this near this close to a steakhouse, even though I'm probably never going to go there again. No, I'd I'd sooner go get some more south southern egg rolls or whatever those. It's funny because I did the same. I went to Chili's the other day and then I walked across to the steakhouse. And got just as bad of service from the Outback as I did from the Chili's. And here's the thing. People who uh, work at, used to work at restaurants or who would be working in restaurants now are like selling fucking whatever on Shopify and said, fuck a restaurant. Like, I think all the people who would be working at a restaurant now in this stage of their life are like making TikToks or something. And the restaurant industry, industry is suffering. We all still want to go out and get drunk but nobody wants to work there you, anymore unless it's unless it's like a hub where they're making a lot of money doing that serving nobody wants to work no at a restaurant wants to work there. no so dude right and you pay Service them you don't so pay low. them it's literally like they're reliant on us paying them because the restaurant is like we could barely sell this food at a profit let alone pay the staff you know what i'm saying it's funny i had to deal with that that it, last night like when I went out to dinner, at a, you got a, shitty service somewhere else. I got such shitty service that they pass this on to the bartender, who did an excellent job. She's like, I, I, she's like, are you gonna take the table? Or am, I, am I gonna take the table? He's like, well, you want the money? She's like, well, if you take it, you get to have the money. Imagine witnessing like, that conversation. <laughs> Jesus, I've just been privy to something disturbing. I'm at the restaurant. This is some absurd shit. I just don't know what. Maybe it was the wording. Just the way that they worded it. Yo, ain't nobody want to work. And I'm not uh, trying to be a jerk. Nah. It's not like I'm one of those reper- Republicans. Yo, I'm at a pub with friends. I'm not a Republican. The worst type of person. The, sc- <laughs> the scourge of the earth, friend. The only uh, person that I hate. Republicans. They're not great. I don't want them on my plate at Yo, Chili's. I just want to get good service. Yo, but working here, no one should deserve this. Uh, there's got to be more promising careers out there for my young peers. Yeah, I wish that I was uh, working at Outback across across the street. That wouldn't be whack. Literally, if you worked at the Chili's and then got promoted to go work at the Outback, you would have leveled up significantly. But still, like everybody... Yeah, you have to walk by your old co-workers. Okay, you know what? I, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Dave's over at the Outback now. You know what's funny is that uh, I went to the Outback and the guy was like, oh, it's going to be a 20-minute wait, which that's ma- a made-up number that some fucking 18-year-old just made up. Right, because like, immediately we were like, can we sit at the bar? They're like, you could do that immediately. Yeah, yeah. So I went and sat at the bar and then he was like, well, I'll text you when your table's ready. So we sat at the bar. I had a beer 
and 19 people were sat while we were at the bar. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, I think we could be seated. And I go up there and I was like, Hey, um, is it our turn yet? And he was like, dude, I forgot to put your name down. And I was like, okay. He's like, I can see you right now. So he sat us and literally 15 minutes went by and nobody came it's like, to serve us. You would us. think he's he like the, the, he's made a grave error. He'd be like, "Hey, I fucked those guys. Maybe, you need to help them immediately." Yeah, they so they've been waiting. I literally I we ordered two beers at the bar. I closed my tab at the bar, went and sat at the table near the bar, waited 15 minutes. Nobody even came and said hello, and then we just got up and went back to the bar and and just picked up where we had left off. <laughs> And I was just like, this is at the same Chili's that we had horrible service. Well, this is at the Outback next to the Chili's where I already got bad service at. So I got bad service at both of those places. And it's literally because nobody is paying these people other than if you decide to give them a tip at the end. Like if you don't tip them, they're just literally not getting paid. No thanks. You know, I'm just not gonna go to those places. Anymore. You know, you no know the be- well. Then you're just not gonna go out. We're literally gonna either no, hang out here, I'll, I'll go down, down in the alley while we're making our steaks by the dumpster, or this mediocre service down the street. There's medi- no, there's better service down in Pine Street. Like you can go to places. At- right, but not for fucking six dollars. True, true. At Pine, on I pa- like I like Ballast Point. They get I get hella service. There, there you go. That's to get a little sculpting for all those people who. Who haven't had these these American ass? I'm just ideas. saying, I, if I'm gonna spend my money, I'd rather do it in a place where I'm appreciated. Well, I agree with you, Richard. I should. I need to. I need to budget my money and be like, all right, I'm gonna go out once a year and Fuck spend nine hundred dollars. Now, just stop spending your money on other things. My favorite scene in Flight uh, was when uh, Denzel is about to have to like talk to the like. The, this is the, the tail end of the film, and he's in the and he's in the fucking hotel room, and. Some like movie magic, the the connecting room to his room hasn't been fully locked properly, so yeah. he, can, he can he can sneak in there. And and there's just a full bar. Take every drink. He drinks every drink in the mini bar. Uh, 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 <laughs> so then the next morning, Don Cheadle comes and finds him, and he's all fucked up. And so they're like, shit, we got to win this fucking, this is all at this point. I'm like, okay, this movie is kind of stupid because up until this point, I've been like, ah, man, he might beat the case in my head. I'm like, sure. He's a drunk, but the plane fell apart on him. He shouldn't be going to prison for despite being drunk, despite being drunk. He did a great job. He still fucking saved most of the people's lives. Uh, But then they have to throw this wrench into the story that. One of the uh, stewardesses was also an alcoholic, and so they're gonna blame the whole thing on her if he doesn't take the blame. But he can't do which that. Which is so, which is this dumb like movie trope where they're like they have to give him a moral reason to admit to it because they realize that him getting away scot free isn't enough. They're yeah. like we we just like it's almost like they wrote this in at the at the at the last second of the film where they're like. Uh, people are kind of sympathizing with his character still. They they want him to not go to prison, and they're like, "Well, fuck! What if we make it seem like the the lady that saved the kid at the beginning of Her the film? Her reputation's gonna yeah. be smeared." And it I, just that whole that whole sequence kind of just ruined the first ninety percent. It's like, it's like of the someone film for twisting me. the knife when they already stick it in you. You know what I mean? Like you get that little extra. 
It's kind of life throwing you a curveball, and you're I, like, fuck. I like how John Goodman comes in at the end. and Yeah, that was actually why I started talking about it. Was That was the scene I wanted, was him just like doing the first line and then looking up at John being like, well, all right. Yeah. All right. Banana I man. think I'm back. <laughs> Banana, Banana Man. Yeah, <laughs> Banana Man. <laughs> See, I like that scene. Uh, and that was my favorite scene in the movie, but then that was like the apex of the film going downhill into being stupid. But luckily, it was in the last like fucking 15 minutes. No, so. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe it, it, it's just good, like as you're saying. Uh, Mind Over Matter yeah, by Definitely Ian not James. worth a rewatch, I would say. Life James, uh, Life Lessons by Homage Beats and Starry Night by Kyoto. That was it. That was the final. One of the uh, things I remember about Flight, and one of the main reasons I never watched it when it first initially came out, was because one of our teachers in high school was very adamant about how it was not appropriate and that there was sex. Shocker. And there isn't. There's tits at the beginning. There's that's literally it. tits in the first 10 seconds, and I that's it. I wouldn't have been able to watch that. No, yeah, no, I wouldn't have, like, yeah, I wouldn't have been allowed to, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, the inability, to, they were grown people. These were older, these are, like, people in their 50s that are scared of a 10-second scene of tits enough to be like, that's porn. They described it as porn. So it's just, like, What's crazy ridiculous. is that, that seems like such a, 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 like, an old memory to you. That person is still living that way to this day, uh, yeah. and it's probably worse now because of like you know how the internet is is intensifying things. And you know what? I hope they get bad service at their local steakhouse. No, but then they're gonna not tip. Yo, and it's usually the it's usually people who got bread who don't tip. Who I'm like, you're a cold hearted fucking animal, dude. Asshole, dude. Well, no, it's you're because fifteen it's, and nineteen percent. They all think that they're uh, fucking uh, uh, what's his name, Gordon Ramsay, and they're just like, like me tipping them is is rewarding a, a negative financial behavior that's bad, and if I don't tip them, they will be motivated to fucking do something else. That's. I feel like that is a mindset amongst Absolutely. the elitists. Absolutely. No, I think. Yeah. Which is why I, even though I had one of the worst services I got, I still tipped. I just don't. I think. T- I think tipping. I think tipping is like a culture in the U.S. specifically amongst. You're per- you're perpetuating food you're people. perpetuating slavery. Yes, and it is negative that tipping exists, but. But there is an aspect of it that because it exists, we have to sort of partake in it until it until rightfully it doesn't. So there is a sort of indignation associated with the people that just don't tip. Yeah, there is that. But like it's not illegal for you to not tip like what like where else is somebody's wage determined by your just sympathy? No one here is arguing that point. We all agree that 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 inciting symptom is TJ. There's a lot of people that. Yeah, they get paid, but all that goes to either rent or transportation. Everything else they make off ten tips is how they eat. Luckily, we don't live in DJ. I'm just saying. It's but just I a, would post the pod there, life. folks. For <laughs> quality of life, you have to hustle and you have to ingratiate yourself with these people because if you don't, you're not going to be making the tips and you're not going to be making any money. You're just there to be another person to have a chance to make money, and that's off the tips. You're getting paid like a very small amount. So what Richard is trying to say is they should be grateful. Yeah. No, I'm saying that in a, in a different world, like the people that we see serving us is in a completely different world than someone who's serving down at TJ. 
Okay, but that's uh, I get where you're coming from, but it's not necessarily relevant to the, the well, tipping conversation. Well, tips matters other places and I appreciate you contributing, Richard. <laughs> I don't I'm I'm never I'm never going out again because I don't ever want to tip anybody ever again. Yeah, well, and and to Richard's credit, he tipped the 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 bartender today after just a horrendous performance. I tipped him like at least 30%. Right and and so right and so and like I tipped like twenty five or something ridiculous, but like at the end of the day, I want to go to that Chili's again at some point, and I don't want to go there and have them spit in my food, which is what I assume happens to people who they don't TJ? tip and but come back. Is, Does that happen you in could TJ drop a twenty dollar tip? tip, but they still might do that because they forget who you are and they're just a bunch of assholes. I, it just was bad service. I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming that everybody that works there won't work there in six weeks. Maybe nah, so. There's got to be a pretty yourself, high turnover rate. Ingratiating yourself in the tip there makes no sense, but I just did it because that's I don't because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? If I was in service, that's what I would want. Well, no. If I was in, if I was in service, I would get out immediately. You guys need to fucking run and hide. But also, I'm not gonna go out if I'm not gonna tip. If I'm gonna go out, I'm just gonna tip. There it is. Yeah, good, I've accepted that. Yeah, that is kind of a uh, the Rule the monkey's paw. Speak, speaking of thumbs, of thumbs, yeah, we we kind of converged there. I'm into that. Guys, I'm fucking exhausted. I yeah. want to go to sleep. True All right. Story. Well, thanks for folks, having me on, guys. It's yeah, been no, a thanks for coming back. Dude. Yeah, thanks know, for sharing the tale. You're back on a Thursday, which is new. Yeah, this is nice. Hey, Holy Week, yo. Get with it. Oh, Prices oh that's right. You, 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 you're eating fish all You're weekend. about to start Lent. <laughs> or no, your Lent is done for you now. Yeah, Lent ends no, it's, on Sunday. We should have been eating bread tonight. I'm drinking some wine. No, we ate some bread. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I had a little garlic bread. Yeah, so what did stick. you give up for Lent? I gave up uh, a lot of things. I'm just not going to state what. All right, you know, fair enough. I don't even, not, <laughs> I'll state the, it immediately after we end this podcast. Okay, <laughs> the way that you put that makes me not want to air that, honestly. <laughs> I, I gave up anal. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you and I both know you didn't give up. You're smart. <laughs> <laughs>